My name is Trip Foreman, and in this episode of SmeVC, I sat down with Anna Ramos, co-founder and CEO of Blitzy, a company she co-created to provide at-home spa, beauty, and grooming services in Latin America. Prior to co-founding Blitzy, Anna worked at Forward Ventures. In this episode of SmeVC, we discussed how Blitzy is reshaping the future for both female solopreneurs in Latin America and their entire families, and his experience in Y Combinator with Blitzy, disintermediation risk in a B2C marketplace, and why this model works in Latin America, but not in the United States. We discuss all this and more in this episode of Samia VC. Could you start by telling the audience a bit more about your work history up to and including your current role at Gutsy? Yeah, for sure. So um, I studied communications and marketing. And after my bachelor's, I basically went into the marketing world and I worked for some big companies in Latin America. Uh, one in Mexico, I actually work in the U.S. for the Latino market uh, in this beauty brand. And then I spent a little bit of time in Brazil um, in, in, in working in, in marketing for the beauty company brand. And later on, I went and did an MBA in England. I actually um, won the Chibonin Scholarship. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's basically a Fulbright but for England. And I did an MBA. And that is when I realized about the, well, I discovered the VC world and also the entrepreneur, all the startup ecosystem. So after that, I joined a VC firm in Mexico. And later on, I started working for a, for a company in, in Berlin. Uh, it was basically a corporate VC, which was very, um, Financially driven, they were not doing strategic investments. And this is where I actually uh, did a lot of investors in, investments in consumer tech. And one of them was uh, a company in the beauty and wellness space in Brazil. Um, and this is when I realized, oh my God, the beauty and wellness services market is huge. It's 30 billion, 34 billion US dollars. And no one is disrupting this, this, this market. And customers and professionals are having to experience a very, very average or, uh, yeah, experience. So, so then is when I, I, I started Glitzy and I actually quit my path to being a, a partner in the VC file and left everything, came back to Mexico and put it in. That's how, that's the, very summarized of, uh, how I, I ended up uh, creating Glitzy, um, after my VC and marketing experience in the beauty space. That's very exciting. So then I have to ask, what is Glitzy? And, and maybe, maybe because we have a, a consumer audience here, walk us through it on, if we were to download Glitzy, what would that experience look like? So basically Glitzy, it's an app, a website, a platform where people like you and me, any customer uh, can uh, book an at-home beauty and wellness service. And we do this by connecting you and the customers with our network of vetted and trained uh, professionals. Um, something very interesting is that in order to create this marketplace, in order to provide the services, we had to create the whole network of professionals. And this is where it gets extremely interesting because we had to create all the infrastructure for them to be able to break free from the standards and spats where they have very cool working conditions and give them all the tools, loans, bookings, uh, supplies, 
um, training, everything they need in order to become successful solo entrepreneurs by doing that home service. So we see each other, we see ourselves as platform for customers and a platform for um, enabling and empowering retail wellness professionals in that realm. Amazing. So okay, so I download Glitzy right now. I have, and we'll discuss my experiences after. But say I download it now. What would I see? What sort of things could I do? And so they come to the house. Ex explain that to the people listening. So you download the app. Uh, you choose what type of service you would like to receive at your house or your home, your office or your hotel. And you can choose from um, massages, from any type of nail service, from manicure, pedicure, haircuts, uh, hairdos, uh, makeup services, anything related to the hair treatments too. And you basically put the address where you want the service, uh, choose the time and the day that you want it, you pay your mind through credit card or PayPal, uh, and then that's it. Uh, vetted and trained professional of our network. It's going to visit you wherever you chose uh, the address to be and give you the, the services uh, that you chose with everything that you need in order to leave the experience of a good quality service in your home. So, for example, in terms of the massages, um, our professionals bring the entire um, like um, tools. So they bring the mobile, the the, um, the bed, they bring the music, they bring the the aromatherapy, the the, the, the yeah the aromatherapy. So you get uh, experience of a spa in your house, conveniently delivered at well at the maybe your um, your living room or your room. And uh, yeah, you can get it at, from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. every day of the year. We are open on Sundays too. Like not like some of the past, we are open 365 days of the year. I love it. I love it. And if someone goes to the Glitzy app or the website right now, they'll see that there's a premium option and then another option. Can you tell us a little bit more about the distinction between those two? Yeah. So we started Glitzy when, um, I don't know if you know this, but Different to the U.S. or um, to Europe, in Latin America, the beauty and wellness services industry is not um, standardized, regulated. So anyone can be a professional and anyone can, um, yeah, anyone can be a professional without licensing. So um, when, when we started Pitsy, we knew this about this, this problem in the market and we wanted to offer customers like you the standard and service, right? So all our professionals that join our, our marketplace, our platform has a process of election and standardization. So um, that's how Glitzy was created or was born with um, all our services standardized and all the protocols very regulated. It's basically like a licensing uh, from, from our side. But we soon realized that we were accepting only 2% of the people that were applying to, to join Glitzy as a professional. And uh, we thought, okay, uh, we need to give good quality service to the, to, the, to the clients, but there's a lot of people that want to, to be solo entrepreneurs. Why are we going to leave them outside? So we created uh, a new type of service of category. We call it a basic service in which people like you and customers can cho choose uh, lower times for this service. It do, it's not a standardized. Um, it doesn't have the branding of Pitsy. It doesn't have our protocol. But we still took the professional. So we know they have the skills. They, are, they pass our background checks. But they don't have the standard of Pitsy. 
that these services do not have our warranty, do not have our standard, but they are good professionals. So basically two types of services. Um, the standardized by Bluetooth, the premium one, and the basic one is very capable professionals, but without the standard of Bluetooth. That's how, that's, that's the difference. Amazing. And so, so what happens? So one of the things that, so I, I, if, if someone comes with the massage bed, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. where do they, do they walk? Do they Uber? Do they DD? Does that money oh. come out? Like, how does that work? Super to me, it depends on the category. Um, it, it, that's something very interesting about the business. You have uh, um, the people that are doing massages. Normally they come in, in Uber, DD, or what we have seen is that most of our professionals are women and their husbands or their partners are Uber or DD drivers. So what we're seeing is a phenomenon that is pretty interesting as and the professionals earn three times more than what they would earn at traditional salon back with flexible hours as soon as they join DT. We're seeing that they are becoming the main earners of the family. And we're seeing that uh, slowly their husbands or their partners that were doing um, DD or Uber, um, yeah, they were driving DD or Uber, uh, start like becoming their drivers, their private drivers. And in the meantime, while the professionals, our coaches, we call it coaches, are doing appointments in this in the in the house of the clients, their husbands or partners are doing trips around. So, uh, so those yeah, that's something that's something very interesting that is happening. Uh, but that happens on on the spot. Normally, the people that have that are doing um, males and haircuts, they have um, they do they use public transport. Or they use um, models too. Um, so it depends on of their service. And we're also exploring the fact that we, well, right now in our platform, we 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 can provide loans through a white label solution. So slowly, uh, our professionals are going to be able to get a loan in order to buy a, mo a motorcycle or pay uh, part of a car. So that's the idea that we have behind. But so far, um, the professionals and cover the transportation, basically. You hinted a little bit at the product roadmap. I'd love to know kind of what Glitzy would look like in a couple of years. And then I guess my, one, of, one of my things is these Airbnbs here, they charge quite high cleaning fees. It would be nice if I could use Glitzy and then have someone come clean the house. It, 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 is that something you guys would ever do? Tell me. Well, so we're not thinking about going on to the clinic, cleaning vertical, to be honest with you. There's still so much opportunity to grow in terms of the beauty and wellness uh, industry, not only with the service, but all, also with, with products. So in terms of how we see that Blitzy can grow not only in Mexico City, Querétaro, and Monterrey, and we have it right now, but also into all Latin America, we see like three verticals. First of all, okay, we, we need to grow uh, geographically, right? Uh, Mexico and have Mexico City, Monterrey, Querétaro, and have the six more important cities in Mexico. That's geographical expansion. But the second vertical, um, the second pillar of our growth, is basically with other type of services because right now we're only having spa, nails, and everything related to the hair and makeup. But there's our customers are asking us for waxing, for uh, Botox for lashes. So there's a lot of services that we haven't included. Um, we right now have Podiatry. That's been a huge um, um, 
service for us. It's growing like crazy. So there's still a lot of, a lot of services that we can add to the platform, but we haven't. And the third one, but not least, what we're seeing is that once the, once the, once a customer like you buy a beauty and sees the quality of our services, they see our professionals as beauty advisors in a way. So we have a number of customers uh, um, writing us in our customer support asking, where can I buy the products that my coach could use in, our, in my service? And right now we, we haven't gone into products, but what we see is that at some point, the, our network of professionals can become a new distribution channel or a new um, uh, promotion channel for beauty and product brands that would like to have a more closer relationship with the client. So that's where we, we, we could, it would be interesting for us to, to, to explore the product beauty stage. Amazing. And so, okay, I know some of the, the audience members are screaming. They want to ask this question. I asked this at the dinner. I have to ask it. It pains me. But how do you solve disintermediation as a B2C marketplace? Well, I, this is key. I mean, this is the, the question I get every time I talk with an investor. So uh, this is one of the things we, we, we have been thinking about a lot of time. And our take is the following. Um, we believe that this market, and most important, like people in this market, it's customers and the professional. And we believe that as long as we have happy professionals, we will have loyal professionals and we will have happy customers. So that's why we don't see first as a transactional platform, like a marketplace, but slowly we have moved into becoming this horizontal solution uh, for all the professionals. So our aim is to be this tool that helps the professionals in order to become successful on entrepreneurs rather than just be an client. And once you do that, and professionals see that it's much better to book uh, through the platform because they can get points uh, in order to 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 get uh, recognition. But also, they can get free training, or they can get access to the specialized training, or they can make a history of transactions so they can get a loan, or just simply they have all the support in terms of security when they're going and do at home at home services. It's a no, no, no brainer for them. So our, our vision is we will win the suppliers. We will win the professionals. We will have as very close partners, the professionals and these professionals are the ones that are going to say no when, yeah, there's a try, try uh, there's an attempt to, to take out the, the opponent to, uh, out the planner from, I mean, obviously. The idea is that it, it will never be reduced until zero, but we have, we have, we have seen that approach, uh, we have been able to minimize it and, uh, yeah, have a sustainable business basically. And could you tell the audience a little bit more about the vetting for like this, this premium version, the, the vetting for the normal version. And then I think an interesting question is what, what is the vetting for the customer at the end of the day? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So we have, we have a very strict, uh, on board, like we call it, uh, onboarding process or selection process in Glitchy. So it is, it starts with a review of your, of the professional portfolio, like pictures, CV, uh, where did that study, et cetera. So it's, that's online. 
Second, we do an actual test. It can be face-to-face or it can be online. After the pandemic, we developed the online testing. So it's an actual test of several things and we review your material too. Um, and the third one is a background check. So we use a, a, a third party and we do background checks and uh, yeah, psychometric exam. And the last one, but not least, is we, after they pass all these steps, they are basically literally, they receive a training for, um, about our protocol. So they receive a standard, a, a protocol of how we do the services in Glitzy and a training to use our app. So that's, that's the whole process for the premium services. And then what would be the vetting for the customer? Ah, yeah, sorry. The vetting for the customer. Well, that's a challenge. Um, one of the things that we're working on is, um, all our customers uh, need to, uh, identify themselves. So. In order to make an account with Glitzy and or, to order a service, I mean, you can make an account with us and you don't have to put your, your cell phone or your mobile number, but in order to, to order a service, you have to make, like, you have to verify your, your phone number. So that way we don't, we realize, we make sure that there's no, like, um, a person that has 10 accounts and doing fraud. Right. And that's one thing. Second. We're very strategic where we give the services. So instead of then the, the, the client likes by himself or by herself, um, there's some areas in which we don't provide services because there are high risks for the professional. And those are the two main things that we're doing, but we still have a lot of work to do in terms of bedding the customer. And um, I think the, the third one and, and, and most important that we always done it is that we have zero tolerance um, about, yeah, mis- bad behavior of our clients. Um, it, I mean, we're most, most of our network of professionals is women, 95% of, of, our, of our professionals are women and then 70% of our people working in this are women. So we have zero tolerance to any type of behavior that is not correct for, for, for our professionals or, or disrespectful. And yeah, we bet the clients and once we bet you from the platform, you cannot book again in that address and with that phone. And uh, I mean, we still need to improve it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way that we have been vetting the, the, the customer so far. But we have, I, I would say we're more, we have more risk on the customer side than on the professional side right now. Interesting. Interesting. Well, okay. Yeah. And so, so we, we discussed, you know, all the mechanics of the business. I want to talk about a little bit more of like the startup mechanics. Could you tell us a little bit more about your fundraising and then, you know, why Combinator, your experience getting in, your experience through it and, and everything in between? Yeah. So, um, we, we, I mean, we bootstrapped for a long time. I actually was, um, was, um, I remember I was working on the farm in Berlin. I was working from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then I was working in Glitzy from 7 p.m. in Germany and then till 3 a.m. in Germany that Mexico was awake. So we would shop a lot like for some time. Then when I quit and I came back to Mexico, we raised a small angel round. Uh, and then we, we, I think one of the virtues of Glitzy that allow us to be a very sustainable business is that um, we never raised like that much money. We have raised in total uh, 2.8 million, uh, all of like uh, everything. And we have been using it very efficiently. Um, 
the interesting thing is most of our investors are from the U.S. Uh, we have um, Goodwater Capital, we have Y Combinator, we have Aquan Ventures, and we have a lot of key angel investors in the U.S. and in Mexico. We have a couple of very experienced and uh, successful founders uh, in LATAR. So, um, so yeah, so that's how our, our cap table is, it's, it's made. Um, and yeah, 2.8 million we have raised. We have been using it very efficiently and about Y Combinator. Um, we got into Y Combinator in 2021 after in 2020, we were go growing like crazy more than 20%, 30% month over month. So we got into Y Combinator in 2021. And it was a great experience for us because it changed our our vision of how we needed to do things in the business. Because before Y Combinator, we were very focused on grow fast, grow fast, grow fast. And after Y Combinator, we were focused on growing fast, but sustainably. So we were focused a lot in how to improve our cohorts, how to improve our retention, how to make our unit economics positive. And I think it played well because... A couple, I think into, at the end of 2021, all the crisis of the VCK. So in a way, we were already like acting like we were in a crisis because we were focusing on unit economics and everything. So I think that was very, very good that we, we, we changed the strategy after Y Combinator and it really helps that. I would recommend 100% uh, to apply to Y Combinator and to, 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 to do the, the Y Combinator accelerator, to be honest with you. Amazing. And so one of the interesting things you mentioned was like the, the husband, they drive the Uber DD and then the wife will do the, the, the coach will do that, that service. Are there other kind of mechanics of this sort of this industry or this business that maybe someone on the outside would understand, but you know, it, it is quite interesting when you explain it. I think, um, I mean, besides that one, in terms of the professionals, I think it's something that I really inspires me to wake up every day and, and fight against their odds. And the challenges of being an entrepreneur is that um, if, when you look at our professionals, um, I mentioned it a little bit before, 95% of them are women. And actually, most of the industry in the beauty and wellness services are women. And uh, also, um, another part is um, the LGBT community. But <laughs> when you look at our professionals, most of them are women, and most of them, uh, have a family and they have had to drop their, their professional career as a beauty and wellness professional when they have kids because they cannot spend that much time in a summer spa. They cannot just work from nine to seven, from Monday to Saturday to barely make a living. So when they join Glitzy and they find us, they basically, it's super funny because Sometimes uh, when uh, people need to, well, the mothers need to pick up their kids from school, like around one or two sometimes, we had, um, and, and we have a lot of appointments, we have an issue with availability. So, uh, because what we are seeing is our professionals go and drop the kids at school, then do appointments, then pick them up. So they basically can have a professional life. They can have um, economic independence and still be mothers and still have their private life, something that when they work in the sun and the spa, they cannot do. So I think that's, that's what really drives us as a team. 
Uh, I mean, we started with it because it was a great opportunity to disrupt the beauty and wellness services industry. But knowing that we're changing the lives of the professionals and we're giving them a chance, an opportunity to actually be uh, having their professional and personal life at the same time, it's very rewarding. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so finally, I have to ask Peter Thiel's famous contrarian question with a uniquely Samia BC twist. What is one important truth about Latin America that very few people agree with you on? Why do you really important truth? Latin America. That's a tough one. Yeah, I know why. And mostly US, US people, I would say. Do not agree with me. Maybe Latin American people would agree, but U.S. people, Latin American people, or people that have not lived in Latin America might not agree. Um, this model, the glitzy model. That well, let me rephrase it. There has been some attempts to build the glitzy model in America and Europe, and it hasn't taken off. And many people will think the model, it's, I mean, it's difficult, but the model is a problem. And what I'm super convinced is that this model works in developing countries. Um, we have reference of um, this model in India being a huge company, urban company. It's a more than $1 billion company in India. In China, we have her India. Uh, again, um, more than a billion dollar company in China with the same uh, model in glitching. So the same models doesn't work in the, in the same regions. And this model works in developing countries. We would never go to U.S. or Europe. That is a no for us. Uh, so I don't know if I, I answer your question, but basically, yeah, I don't think uh, many Americans will take that this model. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult for U.S., but they don't realize that. It's not the model is a market. Wow. I think that I, I, you certainly did answer the question and I'm excited for Glitzy to be uh, a unicorn in itself in the coming years. Awesome. Thank you for, for, for the question. It was very fun. Amazing. Okay. Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to come on this VVC podcast today. I very much appreciate your time. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Okay. Thank you for watching this episode of Samia VC. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you view the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Gorman Trip. And be sure to check out our newsletter, DealFlow LA, which can be found by going to dealflow.la.